Hey friends, welcome back. Are you ready to create a profitable service-based personal brand and business? Download my brand new workbook and you'll learn my signature six-step process to create a successful business with less hustle and more ease. It's got easy action steps ready to implement into your business immediately so that you can start creating a business that you love. Head over to bit.ly backslash attract and stand out online to download your workbook today. You're listening to the Attract and Stand Out podcast created for ambitious, heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to build real relationships, influence others, and make an impact with everyone they meet. I'm your host, Darlene Holly, and I'm a mom of four, a wife, a storyteller, dream builder, and a personal branding and business coach. On the show, you'll hear real conversations about what it means to run your own business, what success actually looks like, and how you can overcome obstacles that get in your way. We're growing businesses with less hustle and more ease, transforming your mindset and inspiring you to get moving and to follow your dreams. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Welcome back, everybody, to the Attract and Stand Out podcast. I'm your host, Starling Holly, and I am so excited for today's interview. I have Miss Brittany May here with us. She is a girl mom of two, a military spouse, and runs two businesses from home in Germany. Her biggest passion is to help other women streamline and create smarter systems in order to not only save them time, but scale their business simply. She believes running your business should be exciting, fun, and simple, and her goal is to help as many female entrepreneurs as possible achieve their simple, happy life, which is totally in alignment with how I run my business too, because you guys know I'm all about more ease and way less hustle in our lives. So Brittany, welcome to the show today. Hi, thank you for having me. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so glad to have you. It's great to see you and I'm excited to see where today's conversation goes and see what we get to talk about. So um, let's start with um, introduce yourself. Tell everybody who is Brittany. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man, what a question. No. (laughs) So yeah, I'm Brittany and basically my my fancy title is a digital strategist and a business coach. Um, But basically the the gist of it is I'm a giant systems nerd um, and I just love being able to streamline and make businesses more efficient because my passion is really just helping moms that are passionate about their businesses. But like, like we were just talking about before we got on air, we have so many other things on our plate. So it's absolutely essential that we have those smarter systems in place so we can, you know, be profitable and get more done, but in less time. So it's actually realistic for us and our lives. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And you're a busy mom as I am. So we're in this new day and age where we're our kids are home with us full time. We're running businesses full time and we're trying to figure out like, at least I'm trying to, I'll speak for myself. I'm trying to figure out what the heck I'm doing most days because Aaron changes kind of on a day-to-day basis. I keep joking with people. I'm like, I feel like it's almost like Groundhog or Groundhog's Day. It's almost like over and over again. There's just like a new, a new piece to it each day, but it's like, you wake up and you're like, okay, what's going to happen today? And you're like, Oh, no, we're still staying inside. We're still staying home. We're still, you know, virtually schooling kids and doing all these different things. And I'm like, when, when is it going to be like where the groundhog sees its shadow and like, we go back to normal. <laughs> I know. Yes. Like now it's more important than ever because so many people were thrown, you know, into this when maybe they had, they had re- you know, reliable childcare or, you know, like whatever that looks like, or they got to go to an office, you know? So yeah, yeah. everyone's been kind of thrown into this 
crazy, crazy day. <laughs> yeah. And, it, and it's funny because like my old or my, not my oldest, my youngest is six now and he's going to be going into first grade. And I have for like the past year been like, okay, I have one more year of like, like kindergartens <laughs> so like that. It's that like funky year where they go to school for like, yep. a so you're back and forth to the school campus. And I'm like, okay, next year I get to like plan my work day to where I'm specifically just working while the kids are at school. And there's not going to be like those weird breaks in between where I'm like working between the nooks and crannies. And I'm like, and then this, and then COVID yes. happened. And I'm like, oh, just kidding. I'm like, it's even crazier than it was for kindergarten. <laughs> Before, I know. Yeah, you think your schedule's messed up because of that. Now this, I know, it's crazy. Yeah, my oldest is actually five. So same boat where it was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to offload one kid. This is going to be awesome. Like, I don't even know what I'm going to do with all my time. And then it's like, oh no, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah. But that's like the beautiful part. Like, and I think you started your business similar to me where like that was part of our why to it. We want to be able to be home yeah. with our kids. We wanted to be able to um, be super involved in our kids' lives. And I'm so glad that like, I, as crazy as this opportunity and time is, like I get to work from yeah. home. I get to figure out what the schedule looks like. And I get that gift. It's not like I don't have to work for a company where I'm trying to like balance and like oh stress out all the time. Like we have the flexibility and the freedom that we so desired and we just get our kids around a little mm -hmm. bit more. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, I 110% agree. Like I honestly, I don't know how the women that do have, you know, that are working for companies are being told when and where they have to be, um, how they're really doing that and managing, yeah. especially through these and so yeah, we're very, very grateful despite, you know, the crazy days. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's definitely awesome. But that's why the systems, you know, like I can't imagine not having smarter systems in place because, you know, it's like, okay, if I'm stressed out now, like imagine what it would be like without those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I can't. <laughs> so, so tell me a little bit about how did this come to be a passion business for you? Um, yeah. Helping people set up their systems and getting organized because so many people need support in this area. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've got a bit of a, a crazy story. Um, so I was actually an entrepreneur before, before I was a mom, you know, back what those days were. Um, and so I started, I was into fashion design and I started on my sewing machine that I got when I was like seven. I got it for my seventh birthday and wound up running six of my own brick and mortar stores. Um, and so I, I loved it. Like it was absolutely everything I dreamt of and, you know, what I was going for, but I worked around the clock. And it was nonstop. Like I ate, slept, dreamt, you know, <laughs> breath, breathed like my job. Um, and so it wasn't until my oldest was born that it was like, eh, like, what am I doing? This can't go on. And that's really when kind of the missing puzzle piece clicked for me. And it was all about, okay, I need to work smarter, not harder. Because before her, that in my head, it was, oh, if I'm, you know, if I'm working harder, that looks like longer days. That looks like longer hours, right? So I was working nights, I was working weekends and like holidays. It was retail. So that's when we made the most money. So I was yeah. absolutely there. Um, but I would wasn't willing to trade that anymore when my daughter showed up, you know, cause your whole, your whole world shifts and your priorities yes. and you're like, I don't want to leave her. And the, the daycare drop-offs, the drama and the tears <laughs> more from me probably than her, but than her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. And I was like, I can't, I can't do this. So I was, felt like I was faced with, um, the question that I'm sure so many women can relate to where it was like, okay, do I follow my passions and have the career of my dreams? 
or do I be the best mom that I can be? And I really didn't like either of those options because you feel like you're missing out on, you know, with either of those choices. So I created that third and I actually transitioned my entire company um, all online. So I can keep following my passions, keep pursuing my dreams and building, you know, my business that I had built and put everything into that was really my first baby, you know, yeah. before my, my actual baby. Um, and then to still be there for my daughter. Um, so now, and she's in the room with me now and she's like, Oh, <laughs> she's normally not here. We're on vacation. But, um, yeah, so that's really how I got started. And it was kind of through that, that a lot of like, um, makers and just that whole retail industry that is so prone to burnout, um, reached out to me and they were like, how are you doing this? How did you do that? You know? And so really, um, it actually simply happy life started as a blog and it was just to give tips to business owners to help, um, you know, make some of their products evergreen, the automations that I did, you know, what that process looked like for me. And then it quickly, you know, it's now my full blown, like, I absolutely love it even more than my first business and just helping other women. And I love being able to like really dig into businesses and being like, I love just asking the question, like, cause there are no rules. Like you said it earlier, you know, we get to make our schedules, we get to make what it looks like. And it's, that applies to the entire business. And that's like, where my, it just makes my heart happy. Like I get to go in and be like, okay, what could this look like? And I love structuring the business around people's lifestyles and not the other way around. So it works for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and so many people fall into the trap, right? They leave corporate, they leave retail management. That's my background too. I didn't realize that we had that in common. My background was retail yeah. management as well. Okay. So and, you know. oh, I specifically left because I couldn't be the mom that I wanted to be because I was working 60 plus hours a week. I was yep. exhausted. My schedule changed every single day. I didn't know whether I was coming yep. or I was going and I couldn't take my son to soccer practice. Like I was missed. I'm like, there's things I should be doing as a mom and I can't do them with the schedule. Yep. Like that lifestyle did not welcome like the family lifestyle into it. It, like, does not. it kept me on my toes nonstop. I was for heaven bet I take a vacation. Like I, there was somebody coming oh, yeah. to walk <laughs> what is that? <laughs> <laughs> or this was coming out or this was happening. So I'm like, I can't take time off. I can't do anything I want. I'm like, I feel like I'm handcuffed here. Like I can't keep living this okay. life. And yeah. so I had the same type um, thing. I'm like, I'm like, I want to be a mom more. Like I just actually wrote a blog post last week about this, that I like, I'm a mom first and I'm a business owner second. Like I yep. could have, it could be the other way around. And it was at different points in my career, like where I was like, I had to put work first. Like, this is like how I support my, I was a single mom. Like I had to make money um, yep. with my oldest son. Like I had to, like, that was what I had to do. But there came that point where I was like, no, like there's different ways to do this. Like, this is not the only way, like, there's no way that I have to put my career as on the, um, on the front and my, my family on the back burner. Like this, this can't be how life is supposed to be. And I had to like, yeah go through the motions and like start figuring out what the heck I wanted to do with my life and like what that looked like. But I definitely had those moments in retail management where I was like, no, like I'm not doing this anymore. It's time for a change. It has to happen yeah. now. So I can totally relate to like loving what you did, but knowing like that this wasn't the way it was going to work for you in your life. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. I mean, even my, I was actually a single mom too. Um, so a lot in common, but yeah, yeah, my mom would end up taking my daughter to doctor's appointments. I mean like massive major milestones and it was just heartbreaking. And it was like, yeah. what am I doing this for? You know? So it's yeah. like, 
pointless <laughs> at that point, you know, and, if your family's not first. So yeah. And there's that part of you too. You're like, well, I'm doing this for my family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which like you are. The money so we can, you know, yeah. have a roof over heads and food on the table. Absolutely. But, yeah. and sometimes you do, you have to do what you have to do. Um, but yeah, when you, when it's your business and you're in control, I was like, there's got, there's got to be another way, you know, like what, what if, what if it looked like this and, you know, take a step back and start putting, you know, your lifestyle first and then you build around it rather than just like you said, because it's so many um, entrepreneurs, I think, come from that nine to five. And we have, even if you didn't have that, I think we have that ingrained in us uh, from the school age. And then you go and you structure your business and that's, well, that's what everybody else is doing. Right. And so you try to do that and it, it doesn't work. And with a family lifestyle or young children yeah. and, you know, they get sick and then, and then what, you know, so everything's thrown out of whack. So yeah, it's just, you've got to really put your lifestyle down first, like literally write it on a paper girl, so <laughs> write it down on the calendar and then start yeah. walking in. That might be, you know, during nap time for you or wake up early or work evenings or just work weekends, you know, it looks different for everybody. So mm-hmm. it's just. And there is no one size fits all. Yeah. I believe that. <laughs> and I know for me too, it was like that change in that mentality when I started my business. Like I don't have to work 60 hours a week anymore. Like I'm actually really productive and I was wasting a lot of time. Oh yeah. Like working like at, at the store and doing all these different things. Like I was just having a conversation this week with somebody who with COVID happening, like they're, they're working from home right now and their company is allowing them to stay working from home because they realize that their employees are actually more productive at home. They don't need to work 10 hour days. They can do it like in six hours, but they can still pay them the same, but they're getting the job done. Like I think so many companies were afraid to let their people work from home because they thought they were going to like goof off and waste time. Yeah. And, like, like, like YouTube cat videos. <laughs> yeah. YouTube cat videos, laundry, like all those things that nobody wants yeah. to do. <laughs> um, but they're more productive. And I'm like, I found that for myself and my business too. Like I don't work over 30 hours in a week ever anymore. Mm-mm. Like Mm-mm. 30 hours I've... is like my max. Like that's like the high side yeah. of hours that I work. And I'm able to create a full-time income based off of that without having to work 60 hours to get that same income. So I think like that's one of the things that I'm sure like with your business too, that you teach, like setting up the systems and the processes that you need to have in place so that you can work smart and not hard (laughs) Yeah. Um, and do it with ease and do it in a way that feels good. Cause I know for myself, like that's, that was huge. Like when I had that realization, like I actually don't need to waste time. Like I can just come in and do like the important tasks on my list that need to be done today meet with my clients, do my calls. And then I'm done. Like, I don't have to hang out in the office for eight hours because that's what I just, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, no, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And I truly believe like time just expands. So if you have, you could have this, you allow yourself eight hours to do it. You're going to take the eight hours to do it. But if you give yourself two hours, guess what? You're probably still going to get it done. And it's going to be even better because you're going to focus in on the key things that need to get done. Like I work, part-time and I run two businesses (laughs) and like, and I volunteer and have two kids five and under. So it's like, I work less now than I did when I first started my business. I worked around the clock and now like I laugh looking back, like some of the things that I was like, what was I doing? Like I painted, hand painted (laughs) an entire new store. 
like what I'm not a painter why like why was I doing those things you know like I had to have my hand in every single project and I wanted you know to touch off on every single thing and it was like what was I doing it was lack of boundaries it was lack of delegating like it was terrible yeah (laughs) and and I like I'm sure those stripes were pretty crooked, you know, like (laughs) a professional painter probably would have done a lot better job and it would have saved me a lot of time. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, it's just, it's really realizing, you know, what is important. You focus on the things that you thrive at and that you love doing. And that are, for me, I am like, I say, I'm unapologetically profit focused. So if it's not bringing the business and money, then we do not care about it. You know, it's not (laughs) a priority. it's not, it's really not. It's, and I do not believe in busy work. So like all these, the Gary V's of the world that are like, you need to be everywhere and you need to be like, no, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not about that life. <laughs> so yes. no, thank you. I am no so way. with you. Yeah. Like that. Um, like you don't have to be everywhere. Like spend your time Ooh. where you're going to get a return for it. Like there's an ROI involved. <laughs> there's yeah. um, a reason for you to do it. But yeah. So, so what do you find then is like, the biggest thing that you help your clients with when it comes to making those shifts? Like, is there like a pattern that you're seeing as you work with? Oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) So I always like preface it before I start with anybody new. I'm like, I can guarantee you in like a week, you're not going to be doing half the things that you're doing now. I was like, so just be ready. And that's probably my favorite that. And it's the first one. I love giving them, it's basically giving them permission to stop doing half of the things that aren't working anyway. It's what ends up getting them overwhelmed, stressed out, and burnt out because they're sitting there spinning their wheels and pouring all their time and energy into these things that are not bringing in results. And it's just giving them that permission to be like, like, listen, you're focused, you're doing the wrong things. Like, it's not you, it's the wrong things, you know? So it's like reining them in and I call them business blinders and putting business blinders on and letting them hone in and focus on those profit making um, tasks first. And that's it. Like, they don't get permission to be updating that website for the millionth time or that blog that only their mom reads. Like, stop, stop writing it, stop doing it, <laughs> sucking your time. So that's probably definitely my favorite part. <laughs> yeah. So what are, what areas do you like to make sure that they're spending their time in? So what does that look like for you? Like, where do you like know the biggest return for your bank is? Yeah. So I mean. I literally, we go through this exercise where it's following the money and they go through and they figure out. And a lot of times, um, actually almost every time they have giant holes. So we'll follow the money and then they'll be like, okay, maybe they're getting their clients from say social media. Some of them, maybe uh, it was family, friends or a referral. Right. Um, and then on the outside, they're doing social media posting every day. They're doing blogging. They're doing, trying doing Pinterest. Someone told them over here to go check out LinkedIn. So they're trying to figure that out. Right. So we cut out all the ones that aren't producing results. You know, it doesn't mean we can't add those in later once we've created systems and they have everything automated but then like the gaping hole there would be referrals what are you doing to bring in more referrals well nothing you know oh okay so you're so half your money's coming from referrals and you were just hoping it would happen again right so then we build in key tasks you know maybe onto the onboarding system or the offboarding of clients whatever that looks like for in their business to bring in you know give them extra incentives let people know about their referral you know build in a referral bonus whatever that looks like and works for 
their company and their clients, you know, and building that in. Cause there's so many times that there's like, you know, a money pot and there's nothing connected to it. It just yeah. it's like a, oops, <laughs> that was nice. You know? So we're like, no, 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 we don't want that to be an oops. We want that to happen again and again. <laughs> yeah. And especially if it's like the referrals, like the people that you've just finished working with or that you've been working with, like they yeah. love you because yeah. they're, they're around for a reason, right? Like they love working exactly. with you and what I call like a raving fan at that point. So why not tap into it and make sure that you're um, getting as much from that as possible. If they, who do they know? Cause if they, if they're going to be talking about yeah. you and it's just like with anything, right? Like, like a restaurant, if you go to a restaurant and you love it, you go tell 10 friends. If you hate it, you're going to tell a hundred friends. So um, <laughs> make sure that you they love you, but that they're telling those yeah. 10 people that might be great possible clients for you in the future too. Like, Hey, yeah. I'm work with this person. Like, this is what I've learned so far. Like and, or, and have them make those introductions for you as well. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes it's as simple as asking, like last night we went out to a restaurant and the waiter, I mean, here we're in Europe, um, people are just starting to open up. So it's, you know, it's quiet still. And our waiter was amazing. And at the end he gave us his card and he was like, you know, please, can you fill this out and give us a review? You know, like he asked, had we, we would have had a lovely time and then moved on, you know, and it wasn't like being mean. You just don't think about it. So all yeah. he had to do was ask and absolutely, we're going to go on there and write a review. And guess what? That, you know, it's going to get him more clients, more customers. And that's all it takes. <laughs> yeah. No, it's so true. Like we forget to ask. And a lot of times, like you just said, like we, people are going about their business, they're living their lives, they're doing their day-to-day things. They don't think like, oh, what could I do to help this person be more successful (laughs) where they would love to do it and they would rave about you if they had thought about it. But most, like, I don't think about that stuff. Like I just go about my day. But as soon as somebody says like, hey, do you mind taking two minutes and filling out the survey? Or, hey, can you go to my website or on the LinkedIn or onto Google and leave a review? Like those things matter so much, especially to smaller business owners that um, like coaches and consultants and those type industries, because they people want to know what results you've been given, what's working for you, what's not Mm -hmm. working for you. And the more testimonials and more reviews that you can get, the easier it is for other people to buy into it as well, because it's kind of like that unknown, right? When you're a consultant or you're a service-based entrepreneur, like people don't know what they're, what they don't know. They don't know how you're going to help them. Yeah. It's like the mystery box. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, No, that's so true. Yeah. And I help my clients with that, like create a system within your um, business where you are going through the steps and you're doing that every single time, because then it's how you fuel your business. Like you said, that's what then brings in the next people. And so every step you're like, okay, I'm finishing up this client. So I'm going to ask them to fill out this survey, which then I can post online for, you know, a testimonial. And then I can ask them for referrals and know we'll get that in, you know? So yeah, absolutely. It's just integrating it into um, steps that you go through every single time. So you don't miss it. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I, I'm big on having systems in place as well with my clients. It's so important. Like once you've created the wheel, like you've already, like, you know what you're doing, like write it down, create a standard operating platform so that 
you know how to do it if you need to. And then also if when your team's growing and you have a new hire that comes in, or if you decide it's time to hire a virtual assistant, like you don't have to think about what you do or just expect them to know what to do. You're like, here's how, how to do it. These are all the steps we follow. And from here to here, like we're going to be able to go through the whole entire process. And then we're also going to get that testimonial. We're going to get that referral. We're going to like do all these things. And it doesn't have to be like hard and complex and like you don't have to remember what to do like create a yeah. system that works like clockwork every single time and you can yeah. do it or you can pass it on to somebody else on your team as well yep yeah absolutely that's what i tell my team so we um track everything that we do and have systems for everything that we do and i said like basically it should be written down on a, like on a piece of paper and you should be able to hand it off to anybody. And even if they know absolutely nothing about your business, it's so simple and broken down that anybody can step in and do that place because that's, you never know. Or so many times clients they're swamped and they needed a VA or an assistant or, you know, some, some thing, a delegated or outsourced. And it's like a month ago, they should have had it a month ago. And then they panic and they're like, well, because then it becomes a whole nother project to be able to even have help because yeah. they have to then train that person or teach them, you know, what in the world's going on, you know, and they're coming into essentially a mess. <laughs> Whereas yeah. if you have the SOPs in the back end, it's so easy to just be like ready to go. Like as soon as you find someone, you can get started. Here you go, you know? Yeah. I'm so glad you just brought that up because I think it's so important that we actually hire before we need somebody in our business because of that exact same reason because when you if you hire when you like are drowning like it's so hard to like train somebody in the proper way right like you can kind of crash course somebody and hopefully you have somebody who can pick it up quick Um, but that's what burns a lot of um VAs and assistants out too is because they come in so into like into the fire and yeah. then not getting the support that they needed. And then they leave just as quickly because they didn't get the support and the training they needed to feel like they were adequately able to do their job. So yeah. even if you need to start small and have somebody come in, you know, two hours a week or five hours a week, just to get yourself going, even if you don't quite need it that need it yet, where maybe you're giving them tasks that maybe you could do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's important too, is making sure you have somebody who's even around us a little bit, who you can um, hand some of that over to. And then as you get busier and as things get more crazy, hopefully it's not crazy, but like just <laughs> a lot more going on, you're able yeah. to have, you already have that right-hand person there where you're like, okay, like I was giving you two hours a week. Like we have this big project coming up. Can you do five hours? Can you do 10? Yeah. And then you're not like scrambling, trying to do it all yourself. And then you're back into like that corporate world mentality, right? Where you're working 60 hours a week all of a sudden because you can't can't even train somebody because you're so overwhelmed. So yeah, I love that um, systems is a big part of what you're teaching entrepreneurs because so often we a lot of entrepreneurs wait until it's too late and then they feel like it's even worse and they have to like rebuild that whole process up. Yeah, it's yeah, it's always the entrepreneurs that need it the most that don't have it, you know, because they're like, oh, I'm swamped and I'm overwhelmed and I just don't have enough time. I mean, that's why <laughs> you have that. Yeah. Because then that's what gives you more time and it really it's like a breath of fresh air in your business and lets you catch up rather than always feel like you're behind the wheel. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what have been some of like the biggest things that you feel like you've had to overcome? with your business to get it to where it's at today? Um, so, okay. Uh, honestly, 
I feel like I'm always the bottleneck. <laughs> um, so it was a huge transition. It was like, okay, I had this seven figure business, brick and mortar, and then I transitioned it online. And it's like, okay, cool. Now I'm going to do, you know, this business coaching and digital strategy and hop right in, you know, but then it was like, it wasn't starting from scratch, but almost in some ways it really felt like that because in my first business, it was like, okay, I'm selling this product. So I was so detached from it. You know, it was like, well, that price, it's not me. Right. So that was a huge hurdle for me because then it's like, oh wait, I'm putting a dollar amount, like on my knowledge and my time, you know, yeah. so that was totally new to me. And I was like, oh, what is this? <laughs> so that was, that was a big hurdle um, in this one. And I really, I'm like huge on personal growth and I'm always listening, you know, to business podcasts and mm -hmm. I don't think you can ever have too much knowledge. Um, given caveat, I don't want to be saying like, go consume all the things because I don't do that. <laughs> but personal growth, that's always, yeah. that's always great and helpful. Um, but yeah, so I think definitely, yeah, it's just limiting beliefs. And even just personally, like when you are your business, like if you are having an off week with your family or you're just like in a personal funk like that, leaks into your business. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely, yeah, I think a lot of mindset comes into play and I'm like, I'm English. So I grew up very not woo woo at all. <laughs> so that's been all like new to me and it's been some things that are still a little out there for me, but that's been fun, like learning. And, and I definitely think a lot of it has, um, plays a big part into yeah. how you feel and your confidence and, um, just, manifestation and thinking positive, you know, what have you, I think mm -hmm. it does, it really impacts your business and, and how you feel. <laughs> I love that you brought that up because I feel like the longer I've been an entrepreneur, cause I'm on year 13, 14, no, 15. I don't know. A lot of years. <laughs> One of 13, 14 years <laughs> I've had my business and the longer I've been in business, the more woo, <laughs> I feel like I'm right? becoming like I, yeah. I'm, I've I always, that's I've, a thing. Yeah, like I'm always like, okay, I need to start using these essential oils and I need to have, you know, I need a, I need a rock or I need like, right, I need to meditate, a crystal, like I'm like, and it's funny because when I first started my business, I would probably say I was like you, like very far away from like the woo mentality. And now yeah. my, my husband calls me like a witch doctor because I love essential oils <laughs> and I'll light a candle before coaching sessions so that at the end of it, I can blow it out to like, like, like that. close that space. And it felt really weird at first when I had heard to do that. And then now that I do it, I, I like love it. Like it's like a, a way to close out. Because I'm, definitely, I'm definitely the type of person like I can hold on to everybody else's stuff. Like I'll be thinking about it yes. for days. Like if you tell me something in your world that's going on, if I don't give myself those boundaries and like close out that container, like I can worry about it and it's not in my control at all. Right. But it's something that will yeah. keep me up late at night. And as a coach, like that was something I learned really quickly. Like I can't hold on to oh, my yeah. clients' struggles and worries. Like I can coach them and work them through it and I can hold space for them energetically. But at the end of our session, like I need a, I needed a way to like close that off. And for me, that was having a candle that I just blow out. Like, okay, that's closing that. And now I'm able to focus and go on to something else. And it doesn't mean that I'm not worried about what my client has going on, but I'm not holding right. it. Like I can make the change. I'm holding energy to help them support them to make the change, but I'm not going to do it for them. So yeah, was, I love like, that. That was like a, a woo piece for me that I was like, wait, I'm, I'm lighting a candle and I'm blowing the candle <laughs> out. Like what is happening here? <laughs> right. But it's, it's, 
it's definitely helped me as just a human, I feel like, like as a human being, like to show up in a different way and to be able to hold space for people in a different way. The more woo I've allowed myself to be, like I'm, yeah. I've been able to go further in my career. I've been able to do things that maybe I thought I couldn't do in the past because I, I was learning new ways to cope with things and to hold on to different spaces. So I love that like the woo is something that you're growing into too, because I feel like <laughs> a lot of entrepreneurs are this way too. Like we, we're, yeah. we're all like lifetime learners. We love to learn. We love to do self-development and like owning a business is probably the best tool Absolutely. any of us can ever give ourselves for, for personal development. Like there's nothing that's yeah. going to make you develop more as a human being than yeah. <laughs> whether you want to or not. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's like pushing you off a cliff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's, it gives, it's given me the opportunity to learn so many different ways of thinking and doing things and showing up in different ways. So I just love that piece of it. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah. And another one that I've really gotten into is um, like the different personalities as well. And so I love, I think that's so interesting, like the Enneagrams. And if you've heard of Gretchen yep. Rubin, she has the four tendencies. I'm an obliger um, all the way. Are you? I am. <laughs> okay. I'm, I was an obliger and I'm moving more towards like questioner. <laughs> and my that's husband's funny. an upholder. So <laughs> yeah, like it's just kind of funny, like. And I think like once you can start recognizing that. And so I was like working with someone and, and she kept missing our coaching calls. And I was like, I cannot, like I, time is very valuable to me. Like I'm holding this space and, you know, I expect to say, and she was a rebel. And I was like, okay, here's what we're going to do. <laughs> because it was like, once you know how people think and how they function, you know, one, that plays so hugely into their business and how that's going to work for them and what works for them, you know, but also yeah. how you relate and connect and work with other people as well. It helps really yeah. identify that stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. And I've even gotten into like human design in the, in the past like year or so, like learning about what my human design is and like what that means and how I show up in the world and like what I'm really good at doing. And then also what areas like I'm not great at doing. So I need to get mm -hmm. extra support or I need to do things in a different way to show up in a way that feels good to me that doesn't feel like I'm yes. pulling my hair out and going crazy. So yes, I love that. Yeah. I walk my uh, clients through, I call it my self systems and that's yeah, where we dive into that. And it's like, you need to basically double down on your strengths and make them like your superpowers and then your weaknesses. That's where you really build in the structure. So they are no longer, you know, they're not going to derail your business anymore. It doesn't yeah. mean they don't exist, but it's like, you know, like little bumper pads, <laughs> if you will. Yeah. And then finding like recognizing like what are your strengths and doing more of that. And then yes where your weaknesses are, making sure you hire for those pieces or you're bringing the right support team in or you're mm -hmm. setting up a system for yourself that supports your weakness so that like, if that's not your strength, like don't put all your time and energy into it. If it's going to take you 20 hours to do something that would take yes. somebody else two minutes, like exactly. don't do that to yourself. Like focus where your your zone of genius is and where you're really good at and what you're strong at. And then hire those around you to make sure that they yes. like you balance each other out. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I feel like, especially like the solopreneurs or the ones that they're like 
you know, they're not, they're only making like a thousand a month or, you know, whatever that looks like for them where they're like, okay, I, I'm not making enough to hire somebody, you know? And so they're holding on to that $20 bill, like with a death grip, but rather than, you know, hiring some, that one VA out to do that one task that they hate, that's taking them 20 hours. And it takes that VA like two hours because they're actually good at it. You know what I mean? And then they could actually not be losing that energy and that frustration and being pouring it back into their business where they actually thrive at and are good at and then be making more money (laughs) rather than that $20 bill that they're worried about, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And it's so worth like knowing what you're really good at and then like filling that hole with something else instead of stressing out and take like you, like your example, like you spend 20 hours doing it, but if you would have gave the 20 bucks away, like you would have gave yourself, you know, time freedom, energy freedom, <laughs> like yeah, you could have done everything. whatever you wanted to do with that time, or you could have done what you're really good at and produced $2,000 know, yep. and then paid somebody 20 or 40 bucks to do that other task. And then you're like, Oh wait, that makes so much more sense now. But yeah. we're all, we're so afraid. I feel like, or at least a lot of my clients are. And I think even I was in the beginning too, like it took me a long time to hire my first VA because I was like, well, I need to make this money. Like I need to pay these bills and I need to cover these expenses. Mm -hmm. So if I give, I'm paying somebody else, then I'm not going to have that money. But then when I started doing that, it alleviated so much more time to do the income producing activities. And I was like, oh wait, this is like a no brainer. Like I need more of that. (laughs) Yeah. No, I think that's such a common trip up in the beginning. I think so many people do that. They're like, well, I can't, I can't hire out. Like they have some number, whatever it is in their head. And they're like, when I hit this, but they'll never hit that number (laughs) because there's only so many hours in the day and they can't, you can't do it all. So (laughs) what do you think has been like one of your biggest successes to being successful in business? Like if you Ooh. were doing it over again, or if you had to do it again, like what would you have done earlier in life? Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would have done everything different. Um, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, well, no, I think especially, and like, honestly, I'm trying to like tap back into what I had. So my first business I founded when I was, I think like 18, 19. Um, and I think the best thing I had going for me was I had no fear. And I think it really was just like ignorance because I didn't know any better, but like, I totally, I was fresh out of university. So I had like two pennies to rub together and it was like, I went knocking door to door at a boutique and it was like, Hey, I sewed this dress. Do you like it? <laughs> like, will you buy this? I'll make more. Like, that's literally what I did. And, you know, some people were like, um, no, like you need line sheets. And I was like, what are line sheets? And then they'd tell me and I'd go home and I'd make up and then I'd come back and I'd be like, okay, will you buy them now? <laughs> and then they said, yes, you know, and then I kept going and doing it more. So honestly, it was just like, I don't know if it was like stupidity or confidence, but whatever it was, you know, it was just the gumption of going out there and doing it. Uh, Cause I think as you get older or even, you know, just certain personality types, I think we overthink things way too much. And like a lot of people are afraid to put themselves out there. And I know some of my clients, they didn't even want to like put on Facebook that they started a business. And I was like, what is going to happen? You know, like yeah. what is going to happen? And they're like, well, people might, I'm like, and then what? And they're like, well, and then they might like laugh or think I'm stupid. I was like, and then what? And they're like, well, that would be it. And I was like, cool. Did you die? No, you're fine. So go do it. <laughs> you know, so it's really just like jumping in, diving in and going yeah. for it, I think is the best. 
it's so funny to me. Yeah, it's so funny to me how fear shows up in so many different ways. Like some people don't even know they should be afraid, like your example, which I love. (laughs) Like I just knew I had to do it and like it was like that confidence piece. And then other people worry like what are people gonna think or what are people gonna say and what if I fail and what if I succeed and like what if like and we let that stuff play so much into what we're doing that it makes it almost like it it holds you back from be stepping into who you truly are. And when you just like I know for myself like when I just take that next step and I do whatever it is like I have a mantra um I do scary things like so when I'm in that (laughs) so when I'm in that moment and I'm like ah shit I don't want to do this. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, okay, it's okay. Like you do scary things. It's okay. Like do one scary thing today, darling. Like you've got this and I'll go and do it. And I'm like, wait, what was I scared of? Like, why was I scared to do that? Like, exactly. I, like you said, like, I, like you, did, did you die? No. Um, did you survive <laughs> it? Yes. Was it as scary as you like made it out to be? No, <laughs> it never yeah, is. Almost never, never. Yeah. That's, I laugh because my daughter's in the room, but I always make her, when she says she can't do stuff, I make her yell, I can do hard things. <laughs> yes. I love it. She hates that now, but I make her do it all the time. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I think yeah, but so we learn too, like, cause I do similar stuff with my daughter. I'm like the stuff that I know she's just afraid to do because I used to be afraid to do it too. Or like, like she's very shy and quiet and timid. And I was that way when I I was in school and I ne- like if you would ask me when I was in elementary or junior high or high school even if I could like stand in front of a group of people and like lead a presentation or like do a keynote talk I probably would have been like mm-hmm. absolutely not never I will die like no I can't do it and I've done it now as an adult mm-hmm. and I'm and I love it like it still gives me like that nerves and the anxiety piece but like oh, I can yeah. get through it and yeah. so I'm always telling her like you can do it like you just have to like you know pretend like everybody's my, I, I actually haven't said this to her, like pretend like everybody's naked, like, like just step <laughs> there in front of the group. Um, but I'm like, you can do this. Like you have to believe in yourself. No one else is going to do it for you. And I try to instill like some of those things that I wish I would have done when I was a kid. That's right. Yeah, her, me too. <laughs> because it's like, I don't want her to have those same like fears and blocks that I had, like that I had to overcome. Like, I'm like, can we just make it easy for you? Like, this is what mom's right gonna- before they even, yeah, get in the bad habits. Yeah, yeah. Teach them young. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Yeah. Funny story. I actually, <laughs> I went into the, my dean's office when I was in university and speech class was, um, you had to take it to graduate. And I literally went in <laughs> in tears and I was like, if you make me take this class, like my death will be on your hands. Like I will die of embarrassment. And he was like, oh, like didn't know what to do with this like crying teenage girl. So I totally got out of it and he let me take <laughs> something love else. Yeah. And then joke was on me because a year later at fashion week, I had to speak in front of thousands. So like, I guess he probably got the last laugh, but now, I mean, it's whatever it is, what it is. And I still, like you said, I still get nervous and whatever, but it's like, it's a good, it's a good nervous. And I think it's good to push yourself and work outside of your comfort zone and do it scared. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Do it scared. I love that. (laughs) Awesome. Brittany, this has been so fun before we kind of like wrap things up. um, I always ask a couple rapid fire questions at the end to all my guests. So um, I'm going to ask them to you real quick and we'll go through them. Um, Do you have a morning routine? And if so, what is it? Okay. Yes. Most mornings. Um, (laughs) The most mornings uh, I just splurged and bought myself a latte machine. So I make my latte. I feed my girls breakfast. um, I journal 
And then sometimes if I'm really good, I'll meditate. I am trying to get better at that, but it's, it's a little hit or miss. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I pick out my top three. I call them my top three for the day of what I'm going to be focusing on and accomplishing for that day. And then I start work. <laughs> awesome. Love it. And who would you say has been um, the person that's made the biggest influence in your life? Oh, geez. Oof. I have a lot. I'm really, really fortunate. I have a lot of people um, that have inspired me and impacted me. I'll say my, I call her my nanny. Um, it was my mom's mom. And she was just an amazing spitfire of a woman. And I think she taught me more than anything. Like she always just walked to the beat of her own drum and it like didn't matter what was expected. And especially back then what was, you know, traditional or whatever. And she just did, you know, whatever she wanted. And I loved that about her and that probably yeah. really, really inspired me. <laughs> Such a perfect role model, right? For like stepping out yes. and just being you and showing yeah. up as yourself and not worried about what other people think or what other people are going to say or do like, and that, yeah. show, that showed like when you shared, like you were walking into boutiques and just like, <laughs> here's my dress. Like, like I can't unapologetically you. Yeah. Like, this is it. Take me or leave me. No. And it's so important. I feel like to just be you, <laughs> like that's my whole platform for my business, right? Is like yeah. attracting the, your people to you and standing out online and just showing up as your true self. Because when yeah. you try to be anybody else or emulate what other people are doing, like it never works for you. So why even Ooh. take the time to try so hard to be somebody you're not? when you can right. just be you. <laughs> I know it's so much easier, but it's, I know we all get tripped up on it and it's yeah. true. <laughs> it and, um, what's your happy spot? Like if you just need to reset and recharge and like re like go back to your, like where you need to be, like your Zen spot, like, where do you like to go? What do you like to do? Yeah. Um, probably it's super, I'm really boring. <laughs> probably my uh my bedroom it's just kind of our chill spot me and my husband like when he gets he gets home late a lot and we'll just go in and that's where we catch up on our day um and it's usually quiet sometimes the kids sneak in but you know yeah. <laughs> but that's just where we hang out and watch Netflix and <laughs> <That's> perfect <laughs> yeah yeah it's nice perfect yeah it's nice to have I feel like especially during these times like I've been figuring out what that is in my home because we haven't, like, usually if I, like, if I really need to recharge and reset, like, I would be like, I need to go to the beach. Like, I need to, like, put my toes in the sand, hear the ocean, smell the salt in the air. But now it's, like, my backyard. I just go sit out on my, like, we have a little courtyard area with, like, a, like an outdoor couch. And I'm like, yeah, I can reset awesome. really easily out there. Like, just go sit. Like, the birds are chirping. Like, it's always mm -hmm. pretty nice in California. Like, our weather is usually pretty decent. So it's, it's always, like, nice to, like, be able to step somewhere in my home versus where yeah. before I'd be like, Oh, I have to go to the beach or I have to go near water. Like I need to like, do different things. It's good to have a place. I feel like that's just as in, in your home as outside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cause yeah, you shouldn't have to wait to be able to go on a trip to, to chill out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's nice to yeah. have it daily. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And you're traveling right now, but yes. if I was like, my normal question is if you could travel anywhere in the world, oh, no. where would you go? <laughs> well, London, apparently. Are, are you there <laughs> or what, or, or yes. somewhere else no. that you'd love to go to? Um, I, Greece is on my, is on the top of my list lately. So I, I'd love to go to Greece, but yeah, London, we're in London. It was kind of an impromptu before my husband has a whole bunch of work stuff coming up. Um, but yeah, we just wanted to get out for a little bit. So <laughs> No, it's, it's nice to like 
even though like you can't do a ton right now, like even if you can yeah. go to a different city or a different place to like just get away for a couple of days and yeah. like, set your mind. I love that. Yeah. So it's been fun. <laughs> well, I know everybody's going to want to connect with you. Um, where do you like to hang out? Where do you like people to, where, where, where do you want your people to come find you at? Instagram, <laughs> Yes. So yeah, um, Facebook girl, definitely at Simply Happy Brittany. And I've actually been hanging out on Instagram a lot. I do mainly like more behind the scenes stories and just my, you'll see a lot of my kids. So if you don't want to see my kids, don't follow me on Instagram, follow me on Facebook. (laughs) But if you're okay with cute babies, then come find me on Instagram. (laughs) Awesome. And I know you have a free gift for everybody as well. Can you tell us what that yeah. is? Yeah, I've got, so I've got how to cut your working hours in half and it's a five video series training. Um, and so, yeah, I'd love to give your listeners for free. So it's, yep, it's just five videos, um, short, sweet to the punch. And it's going to help you really kind of what we talked about today, define that core and where your money's coming in and walk you through step by step, how you can cut out the busy work and say, Sayonara. <laughs> yes. And cut those hours in half. Yes. And so, so needed during this time and day and age yes. where our worlds are upside down. So you might as well make it as simple as possible so that you can binge Netflix with your family or go for a walk yes. or do whatever you want to do. <laughs> yes. Recharge you time. Yes, yes. Absolutely. So needed right now. <laughs> absolutely. Well, Brittany, thank you so much for being on the show. It's been so fun catching up with you and having you on. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you love the show, leave a review and subscribe on whichever platform you're listening on. It would mean the world to me. As a special thank you, I want to offer you a free gift, my Uncover Your Niche workbook and video training that helps you become unforgettable to your audience. You can sign up at darlingholly.com. I look forward to seeing you all next week. In the meantime, have an amazing week and we will talk soon.